everybody. It's the Title IX Podcast on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. I'm Steph Copley with Elisa Woods, who can only hear out of one of the ears in her headset. So yep. <laughs> we're lucky one ear works. <laughs> only the best here at Cyclone Listen, Fanatic. It, it's probably a me problem. I offered to go in there and clean it out, but she wouldn't let me. Yeah. Okay. Did you know you're not supposed to use Q-tips in your ears? I did know that. I feel like they're not really being very clear about that. I mean, my mom used them on me. Yeah. What else would you buy Q-tips for? I don't know. I to was... clean your keyboard? <laughs> Spoiler, I use them on my children. Yeah. I'm breaking the rules. I just get my finger, my pinky finger in there. That's disgusting. <laughs> hey. But I'm not surprised. <laughs> this is episode 52. It's the second to last episode before the last episode before football season begins. Did you get that? Yeah, but here's my issue. 52 means, are we at the two-year mark? Yeah, that would be the two-year mark. Wow. Well, we got to celebrate again. Well, Lisa brought me fair cookies, so that's how I'm going to celebrate. Can we talk about the fair later, too? Yeah. Like at the end? Yeah. Okay, because you've been busy. I have. And I'll tell you about something I got that you should not get when you're there. Okay. I'm excited okay. to hear that. Stay till the end. There's our teaser. Okay. We are, of course, sponsored by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. And there's two things I want to say about Ivy. You go first. Hootie hoo. So this is one of my favorite times of the year when it's right before school and you get the butterflies of a new season and starts to feel a little bit crisp and cooler outside. So yeah. I just, I still, at 34 years old, 10 years out of law school, get that excitement of the new school year. So shout out to all you newbies headed to the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Also 10 years out of law school, I feel the same way. <laughs> Is that right? Also, <laughs> with Steph, 10 years out of law school is what I mean. Yeah, I get it. Okay. And then the other thing is, did you see the honor that Sammy Williams got? She's an Ivy College grad. That's why I'm mentioning it here. I love her. I love her, too. So she was named, the Big 12 named her as one of the two Big 12 finalists uh, to be nominated for the Big, or sorry, the NCAA Woman of the Year. Whoa. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. No one nominated me. <sighs> There's still time. Still time. Still time. You still have your eligibility left, right? I do. All four years. <laughs> Maybe. Who wants me no one crickets <laughs> the whole network is sponsored by our friends at the mississippi river distilling company the kickoff is this friday in their new uh conference center but i think it's all the tickets are gone so you Dang. snooze you lose guys somebody asked if we were going are you going i don't know yet are you going i don't know yet okay good did talk we, did we lose our chance <laughs> all the tickets are gone so maybe we'll get there sometime girls trip i think you guys know some people Jared could drive us. You got to know somebody. For a girl's trip. Yeah. DD. Yeah. Delightful mm-hmm. driver. That's what we said. For our next episode, we're going to do a tailgate episode, right? Yeah. For our last episode before the football season. Yeah. But tonight, we are going to avoid discussion about the number seven Iowa State Cyclones. Because mm, I'm... Elisa has anxiety. <laughs> Guys, it gives me heartburn. I'm just... there's. It's too much... She can't take it. No, I can't. She can't take the hype. I cannot take the hype. So we decided to give her one more episode of a hype-free yeah. discussion. I believe the hype, it, but I, it scares me. I get it. It's, it scares me how much I believe it. And I, like I told you, at this point, we know exactly what we have. It's just a matter of getting out there and showing it. If we talk about football next podcast, you may just have to hold me. 
I will. Okay. I'd love nothing more. Can we? It's about time you asked me to hold you. (laughs) Can we sit on the same side next time and hold hands? No, I just want I want you to hold me like a little baby. So you feel secure and calm when we talk. Okay. I can do that. Thank you. I'll be your support animal. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) All right. Before we get into the meat of our episode, let's talk about farm story meats. Did you see what I did there? I did. I loved it. So you've been at the fair all of what? Several days for the last week or so? Four days. Entering all of your delicious goodies, which I I know we're going to talk about. But when you're out at the fair, you see all sorts of different kinds of meats. You got the pork chops on a stick. You got the turkey leg. You guys know the drill. You're Iowans. But if you don't want to go to the fair, you can also get your delicious, high quality and local meat delivered right to your door from our friends at Farm Story Meats. We've told you about them before, but they're based in Ames, and our friend Ray Schmidt from Farm Story uh, guarantees that every cut that comes from Farm Story will come from a local farm in Iowa. So not only are you getting high-quality stuff, it's local. And go ahead. Well, the fair is only 11 days long, which leaves you 360... Mm, Look at that beautiful math. Something like that. Days. What she's saying 54. is you can't get you can't get fair meat all year round. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty-four. That's some really atrocious math right there, Lisa. But check out our friends at farmstorymeats.com. We uh, here at Cycle Fanatics support small businesses because we are one. So check them out. Yeah. And if it's a leap year, they oh, get geez. another day in there. Something like that. The point is you need meat more than the fair. So much. There you go. Okay, I'm just going to spring this topic on you. This is what we're going to talk about for the yeah. first half of the pot. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I did. You sent me a text message about romance, so I'm ready for whoop, it. Whoop, bounce chicken, wow, wow. <laughs> Not that kind of romance at all. <laughs> um, okay, so did you watch the Field of Dreams game? Yes. All of it? Start no. to finish. Okay, what did, tell me what you watched. I watched the first three innings. Did you see the lead up to it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you saw the pomp and circumstance. Yes. Okay. So and then I watched the highlights afterwards. Okay. So, so I, you, I saw so everything. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there's a line in Moneyball, which is one of my favorite movies, where Billy Bean, which is Brad Pitt, looks over at Peter Brand, which is Jonah Hill, and says, "How can you not be romantic about baseball?" And that's where, hence, where the romance part of my text came to you. Okay. But this is how I feel about baseball from childhood. My memories are all romantic, the magical, touchy feely. They just feel all nostalgic and warm and fuzzy in my gut yeah and they feel like or when I watched baseball as a kid it was like a kid on Christmas Eve like I just had that nervous energy and it was I don't know what year it was necessarily but I was in college and I grew up and it was like snap the magic was gone and I still love baseball I've always loved baseball but the allure of it you know the I don't know, just the, the fantasy, the romance of it was gone. It came back a little bit when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, but that was kind of a snap moment. And it was like I saw Santa Claus, and he didn't have the rosy cheeks or the little brown belly, you know, that shook when, like, when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. Like, yeah. He smelled oh, like meat oh, and cheese. Oh, I'm familiar with He smelled that. like meat and cheese. That's the Santa Claus that I saw when I grew up. It was the mall Santa. Oh, no. And I don't know if that's because... He had his, he had his shirt unbuttoned, and he had, like, a white... One of those white tank tops underneath. His and, beard wasn't was dirty and yeah, gross. He had, he had like, food stuck in it. Yeah, gray chest hair. Yeah, like so for a while that's how I saw baseball like I still love the idea of it it was just when you got up close you're like oh this isn't what I want at all yeah so it was a bummer and I don't know if that's because baseball changed or the world got darker or just as I grew up 
I had more of a different perspective, a darker perspective, or it could have been a combination of the three, you know? But what I think was so amazing about the Field of Dreams game is that they reinvented that magic for me as an adult. And I know I'm not alone, just based on the Twitter reaction alone. I feel like everybody had the same reaction. And I felt like that kid on Christmas Eve again with all that nervous excitement. And I turned on the broadcast and it was, you know when you're, the Christmas Eve feeling or like a birthday Eve feeling when you really want that present to be good and you don't want to admit it because it's selfish and that's not what the birthday or the Christmas is really about. Oh yeah. But you really want, that's how I was when I turned on the broadcast. I was like, for the love of God, don't let me down. And it didn't at all. Yeah. And I just, I don't, it was magic from start to finish and I don't understand how they did it. I've been, I have been thinking about this since the, since the bottom of the ninth with the walk-off dinger and the fireworks and everything. I just can't stop thinking about how they pulled it off. And I just, there's, I have a few takeaways from it, and then you can tell me your thoughts. Okay. After the last year and a half of being in a pandemic, we're all pissed off and cynical and angry and want to, you know, snap at each other all the time. And it struck the perfect level of corniness and cheesiness and happiness and nostalgia and which I think is really hard to do and the other part of it that struck me was how slow everything went on the intro when Costner walked out and walked around the outfield that seemed like it took forever I mean, he was just mindlessly walking I mean obviously it was acting but he was yeah. walking around there was nothing happening just the music playing in the background it was silent besides that and we don't do that anymore we don't just sit and watch someone walk everything we do is fast-paced boom 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 so to have to sit there and just take it all in I think is was genius first of all and I think that set the tone for everything after that point yeah. I think it, like you know you know the easy button in that commercial yeah, it like almost, Home Depot yeah. or something. and I was like you know it would be really nice if Aaron Judge hit a home run oh wow <laughs> Well, every, everything you wanted kept happening. And like, uh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And it gives me a little bit of like a, wait, did that all happen? You know what I mean? It was almost too perfect. Yeah. And like, I feel like baseball is the one sport that has not adapted at all. I totally agree with you at all. Like they've always stayed the same and the NFL and the NBA have adapted and have changed, but the, but baseball just kind of stays the same and they're like, they're stuck on staying the same and so I think that it really honored that by going way back in the archives digging up you know the field of dreams but making it kind of old-fashioned again and because like the field of dreams the idea of the field of dreams is it it's it's like a fairly old movie comparatively but then the people in it are even older like it's, it's right these people who had played before that yes so it's like it's not it's a throwback over, and a throwback right yeah. it's not only drawing it was it like the 90s it's not only drawing up the 90s it's drawing up like way before decades the earlier that's yeah. a great point yeah and so it's almost it's bringing like babe ruth back into it you know the romance of it yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah when everything just kind of and they said I was listening to the radio on the way home I think I went to dinner that night yeah I know I went to dinner that night and I was on the way home and I was listening to the radio and they're like the only thing that would make this game better is if he you know hit a a sacrifice fly to right field um to win the game and I like got home and Arnold was like did you see that they hit a home run to win the game I was like what like it was just like serendipity yeah it really was I mean one thing after another yeah yeah and I I hadn't thought about what you said about the 
baseball being slow to adapt, but it, it's because it truly is if baseball kind of feels stuck right now yeah. between old and new and by shifting it back to old, it felt right. Yeah. Something about that felt right. But what does that say? Does that say <laughs> if they don't, if, does that just further dig in their heels yeah. of only old fashioned baseball is the best? I hope that that was it was cool to see players like Aaron Judge in that game. You know, like the new face of baseball playing in this old-timey game. Yeah, um, yeah I, don't, I don't know what it says going forward. I don't know. I hope I, – I joke, like, make baseball fun again. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all for the bat flips and everything to push oh, it forward. Oh, yeah. So – but I also very much deeply love everything about that field of dreams game, the nostalgia of it. Yeah. So, But I feel like you have to pick a lane. Yeah. You know, and you can go hardcore nostalgia – but in reality, for the for the future of the game, yeah. we need to move forward. See, and I don't mind so much the rules that actually involve the game, but I wish that we could relax a little bit on the personality of yeah, the game. Yeah, I totally because agree I think with that. that that's what what the MLB misses is the personalities. Like if Mike Trout walked in this room most people would have no idea right you know what i mean like he's probably a real big athletic dude but other than that you probably think to yourself he plays a professional right. sport just <laughs> right. don't know which one right yeah like that's a big dude but it's just like so many of the most popular mlb players they're popular their names are popular right. and but we just don't no. And I think the other thing, too, is just the sheer amount of games that they have. Yeah. There isn't an opportunity for one person to really stand out. Yeah. you you Each team has a player that stands out. And if you follow that team, that's going to be your, yeah. you know, the, the one. But yeah. across the league, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just it's like, OK, you, you're going to let them celebrate home runs when they touch home, but you're not going to let them celebrate it as soon as they hit it. Like, let them do it. Yeah. And then we get the fun, embarrassing bat <laughs> flips when it gets caught at, you know, the warning track. Right. Yeah. I'm for it. I am for it, too. Completely. I mean, leave the other rules the same. I don't care much for putting a guy Loosen at second. Loosen up the personality part yeah. of it. Yeah. I agree with you. I mean, honestly, like, putting a guy at second, it just feels like slow pitch softball. <laughs> I don't need that. Right. And I... Maybe I'm the only one, but I don't need you to really slow. I don't need you to speed the game up. Yeah, I feel the same way. And at this point, the speed, that uh, it's negligible anyway, so I'm yeah. not sure that it really matters. Right. And yeah. honestly, like you're trying to speed the game up, but the truth of the matter is most guys are only going to get home runs or strike out. That's I mean, just, that's the world we live yeah, in Yeah, that's, that's the MLB right now. So what are you trying so hard to speed it up by 30 seconds when you could be focusing on rules that like make it more fun and enjoyable like to stay and watch for right. hours like just don't don't try and get it over with yeah make it I, fun i totally watch agree with it you. and the theater of that the field of dreams game is what made it so much fun yeah. you didn't know what was coming next and yeah. ev everything that was intertwined and woven in i haven't watched a baseball game start to finish in years before that and yeah. i was glued to the tv and i i saw people saying the same thing and i and i guess my biggest takeaway is just the universal reaction to it was so positive and it's so hard to do that now. Like everybody will, f or someone will find something to nitpick about everything oh, I'm these sure. days. And I didn't see hardly any of that. I mean, there was things here and there, but it yeah. wasn't truly critical. And I saw a lot of, a lot of people say, you know, I thought this was going to be hokey, but it struck all the right notes. Yeah. And it was just really cool. So my question to you is, do you think any other sport could recreate that type of event again? I mean, not, not necessarily like literally, but yeah. I'm thinking about like 
the U.S. hockey playing Russia oh, like, or like something. a miracle type situation. Yeah, that's 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 a good one. Something I don't know. I think that I think that the opportunity right now would be like if the men's soccer team got into a position because that would be more of a miracle than like the u.s <laughs> hockey team you know like truly though i think that that may recreate it if the men got themselves in a position where they were playing a very important and game you're not talking about like a league i guess my question to you was a league creating some type of theater you know to yeah but you're talking about like actually recreating the moment just by, like authentically yeah. genuinely true true <laughs> but i was uh-huh. trying to think about movies that yeah. you know have this kind of well you know me and movies i know you're right you're right but you know field of dreams i How mean about, even if you haven't sat down and yeah watched it you know i have seen the hide the ball thing happen a couple times like rookie of the year oh yeah where they hide do the hide the ball i'm impressed with you thank you yeah. i have seen that movie um Sandlot? Okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of that. But the point of a sandlot is it's just like a just crap kids. field. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, it would be True. cute, but it would, I feel like you'd, you throw anything more than a set of bleachers in there. Yeah. How about? I had one. Go ahead. Oh, no. Um, Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's, uh, I should have known that was the best point. Yeah. I thought the only one I could think of, and it's kind of cheating because it's still baseball is a league of their own yeah that type of you know have some fanfare with that but yeah. I just can't it's hard for me to think about this kind of atmosphere crossing into a different league you know because yeah. the NBA doesn't have that kind of romantic history I don't know the NFL I'm sure you could do something with the NFL happy Gilmore there you go when I think of romance I think of happy Gilmore <laughs> Also, I mean, although I would watch more golf if it was like give happy them a hockey stick. <laughs> give somebody a hockey stick and have some have a crocodile bite somebody's hand off. I, this is going to work perfectly. I like swimming. I like where this is going. Do you have a season or a game that you feel like nostalgic or romantic about, like I do with baseball? When you sent that, I don't. I, <sighs> I'm sa- I'm the sappy one of the two of us. I know. I think that like when I was in college, the the Iowa State basketball team with like Jake Sullivan, yeah. like my favorite player, like at that time, and I think that. I thought we were better than maybe we actually were. You <laughs> but in your head, I, no, but I get it. That's what it's supposed best, to be. It's the best that we had been in a long time. Right. And it was the, oh, this is going to tell you my age, but it was like the very start of Cyclone Alley and people were just really excited to go to the game. Right. And that the, was, that was when it was just like the bottom part was Cyclone the Alley. The grassroots movement was starting. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So I think that, um, just kind of being a part of that and it felt like did you guys have team tailgate at your school so we had team tailgate we had a um a boys and a girls team tailgate and we would just like tailgate it was just like the popular kids so I was not in this group (laughs) um but they would like tailgate before the game and like drink their pop out in oh you're talking about high school yeah yeah okay high school sorry no we didn't do this yeah so drink your little pop and eat your little pizzas and stuff before you go into the the game on Friday night and then they all had their own little t-shirts and some of the girls would wear you know their boyfriend's jerseys we did that part did you wear yeah. a boyfriend's jersey did you wear a guy's jersey literally every week I bet you did well my boyfriend played for Kemper and I was oh. a kid, so that made things a little uncomfortable Dang. yeah did you still do it 
uh i don't want to talk about it it made for like really awkward <laughs> when we were he also played ba- he was a good baseball player and i wore the kemp his kemper shirt during the carroll high kemper baseball game it was Funny. very very controversial i love still it. makes me uncomfortable thinking about it no i really want to de- do a deep dive into this um if you were also at that game can you slide into my dms because steph will delete it if you slide into <laughs> the the co-dm my my history teacher wrote me a detention slip as a joke because he was so pissed off he was also the baseball coach okay well if you guys have dirt on stuff when she was in high school especially surrounding this please send it to me thanks a lot elisa i'm not gonna use it against you no of course not you would never yeah you would never no but we did that yeah we wore the jerseys interesting Mm -hmm. all right well that's as romantic as elisa gets what <laughs> nothing that's all it's not judgment i'm just that's staying a fact i'm romantic <laughs> of course you are <laughs> all right i bought listen okay tell me i bought myself we'll take a break about about myself some roses this week <laughs> arnold's just not great at just buying random flowers but i bought myself these roses at a grocery store that is not the major grocery store that i will not name because they i got them home and they smelled like bad breath and i threw them away so you only had roses for the the car ride yep that's a bummer and i was like what is that smell and i unwrapped them and i was like nope that's too bad threw them out 15 dollars right in the trash right in the trash and I'm they gonna, were beautiful i'm gonna buy you flowers but now. they stunk we'll show you who's the romantic one of this yeah duo. well don't get them at the name at don't name it money cutters <laughs> tell you that right now also when i was there it's not my favorite grocery store in town but when i was there the the guy in front of me it's just a little dark but the guy in front of me was just buying a knife (laughs) and i was like that looks like a sharp knife i'll see you out of your car sir i did look for him when i went outside i hope you had your keys in between yeah i did all right let's take a quick break then we'll come back and elisa's got some research for us Uh, before we go we're brought to you by authentic brand authentic brand is more than just your source for official cyclone gear with an amazing team of designers authentic brand can custom manufacture polo shirts jackets caps bags and beyond for your team or small business check them out online at authentic-brand.com look authentic feel authentic be Be authentic. authentic All right, smarty pants. Tell me what you got. Are we doing the one thing or the other thing? Do the other thing first. What's the other thing? The NFL stuff. Okay. We said we were going to talk about the number seven Iowa State Cyclones, but we're not going to talk about those Cyclones. We're talking about graduated Cyclones. Other Cyclones. So, David Montgomery running back for the Bears, obviously. Obviously. So, wait, what, I guess we should explain what we're doing. Right. We're going to go through and talk about, like, the players, the former ICU football players that are now in the NFL. Because it's, it's happening. I mean, the NFL is is here yeah and it just it kind of struck and that's wild does it feel like it's been here's the thing i feel like it's actually been a long time since football season it feels like a long time and i don't it never feels like i agree with that and it also feels like it just like there was no even though there's been a ton of build up it feels like there hasn't been it just bam it's here only build up has been aaron Rodgers and we were talking about this earlier what's her name shaylee her his what's her name yeah shaylee i don't know but also Tim the Tebow. Oh, yes. Literally 
is that all they could talk? I'm not going to talk about okay. him because it's all they're talking it's about. It's funny to me that women are women are too emotional to do anything, and here we are talking about the Aaron Rodgers drama, <laughs> the Tim Deep, not us, right. I mean the national media, which right. is you know like 95% men are right. talking about that and Tim Tebow and right. his inability or you know ability Listen, to block. It's people, just hilarious. People are worked up about Tim. Te- they Who have cares? been. Why do we care anyway? Oh, I don't care at all. I don't okay. So Cyclone's in the NFL, yeah, Cyclone's in the- just to give you a little reminder of who's there. <laughs> so David Montgomery, um, he, so I read the thing that he had some soreness, so yeah. he didn't practice on Monday. And I was just thinking like, I bet it's just, he's literally sore. You I know mean, what I mean? like a wrecking ball. Right. But like, think about working out. Well, he came off the, f- he was hobbling off the field the other day. So I do think- As do I. <laughs> I mean, after well, leg day? <laughs> And when you're David Montgomery and you don't, I mean, you have no holes, like everything you do requires just feats of strength. Right. I bet you are sore pretty often. Like what's that, what's that guy from Bugs Bunny with his bow legs? Oh, oh, what? We're thinking of different things. Shoots his little guns. The cowboy one? Yeah. I don't know. But he has his like bow legs. Yosemite Sam. I just watched Space Jam too, by the way. Shout out to Jared for knowing that. Um, that's what I feel like after leg day. And I wonder if that's just how he felt. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> you <laughs> heard it here first, Brian. Yep. <laughs> that's the entry report. Yep. That's what I think. He's I think, somebody's Sam. Yeah, he did, they just did a new workout, and I feel like he probably just used a muscle I'm sure he that hasn't used in a while. Precisely what it yep. is. Uh-huh. And He's going to be in great health for week one. <laughs> he is coming off a 1,000-yard season, super dominant. Um, Matt Nagy mentioned that he was going to try and get him 20-plus carries per game, which I don't think he was afforded last year definitely not so they he could have a monster year i hope so he's ice bath baby and then epsom salt ice bath baby (laughs) (laughs) okay alan lazard i spelled his name wrong here spelled lizard no i spelled well it's i didn't spell it wrong but the a is also capitalized i don't know why He's a he's a wide receiver. Guy. Aaron Rodgers likes him. He loves him, um, which he makes might it, not like the rest of the Packers. Which makes it surprising that they didn't cut him. No, that's true. That's a great point. <laughs> but he signed his exclusive rights tender, which I think just means that he'll like for sure be here and keeps him out of free agency. But it's not a long term contract. Basically. Good for Allen. How cool is? This? I wish he could get a long term contract. What are, what's the situation there? I don't know sign him for a while but this is you know what i take that back because this is good he's signing for one year with aaron with with aaron is also signing for a year and so then he can go wherever aaron goes if he leaves the packers but i don't want him to go into retirement which is where i bet aaron goes so how about we let alan spread his wings and fly good point yeah no he can go anywhere okay yeah don't don't know if you want to stay with jordan love who knows did he get hurt again i don't know he had an mri that said that it was clear but he might be he might be injury prone all right aj klein holy crap still still <laughs> he's with the buffalo bills um and they they basically said like he's kind of a part-time starter linebacker i have a question for jared about aj in the new um football facilities was was he on the with the guys in the nfl was he up there yeah, okay. I, I, yes. Okay. Okay. The, I don't know if you saw Jared. I think you posted. Someone posted some pictures of all the, of the cyclones in the NFL. Yeah. And he, I meant to look for him, and I just yeah. didn't. I forgot. He's one of my favorite players, oh, yeah, not just because he uh, played for the Saints for a while. But 
Yeah, he's he been, is one of my faves. He's been uh, in there for a while. Yeah, so the Bills mostly like work with a two linebacker lineup the majority of their defense snaps, but when they run like a 4-3 front, then he'll be that third linebacker. That's why he's kind of like a part-time Time. starter is what they're saying. Um, KO's with the Chiefs. Um, last He signed there li- last July. When when you say last July, does that mean because <laughs> we've month skipped ago? a year? <laughs> I'm so confused. But anyways, he's with the Chiefs. Um, also a long time NFLer, right? Maybe one of the. Do I? Yes. One of the best. One of the most successful. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay. Um, See, we read each other's minds there. I know. David Irving is a free agent, defensive tackle. He played with the Cowboys and the Raiders, um, but he's had some violations with, like, the NFL's substance abuse policies. And so he's been kind of – he's been suspended and has just kind of hindered his availability. But I think that if he can get on the right track and get with the right team, I think that he could have some opportunities. Um, Hakeem Butler – is trying to decide whether he wants to be a wide receiver or a tight end. But the problem is, is he switched to a tight end and now he is with the Eagles and they don't really need another tight end. But they also just drafted a bunch of wide receivers. So he may just kind of fall into a place where he just doesn't have a spot. Um, Probably a good probability he'll be on like the practice squad and hopefully be able to earn his way onto the regular rotation. So this one threw me off. Okay. Jamal Perry. Jamal Woods. Yeah. He changed his name. I didn't realize. I I don't know if somebody talked about this. So he was Jamal Wiltz. And he changed his name. Do we know why? My guess. So they said that he is the son of... And I didn't hear what their names were, but the dad's last name was Perry. So I okay. wonder if his he was named after his biological father and now pretty much doesn't claim his biological father because he then changed his name to Perry, which is his father's Got it. last name. So that's just a guess. Yeah. But I mean, it may be something. Like yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, why else would he have a different last name than who they're saying is right. his father? Right. So that's a guess. It could be totally wrong. Um but yeah, changed his name. He plays for the Dolphins, cornerback. He's been playing in some of the preseason games, so um, has just gotten a couple mentions. I have a question for you about. Yeah. Have you watched much preseason? Not too much. It'll be on in the background. Yeah, that's how and it. Stuff, yes, same but here. It's just hard to watch because you it's not any I mean you're Here, not learning anything yeah, from it. And you know how I feel about the preseason yes. games is that literally they could be saying like I want you to practice like running, you know, starting running with your right foot instead of your left foot. Right. And that is all I want you to work on. <laughs> right. You know what I yes, mean? Right. Like I want you to practice catching the ball and then bobbling it and then catching it again. Cause that's what I want. And th- I mean, that's, uh, those are absurd. Right. No, I get it. But uh, literally like, okay, we're just going to run the same play over and over and over again because we want to, s- we want to see what, how the defense is going to do after they adapt to it. And then you're like, why are they running the same play? It like they're they're not they're really, trying different. Re- yeah. yeah, and a lot of what they're trying is probably absurd because they can. Yeah, you know? and they're not going to be running their actual right. plays because these games don't matter. Right. So it's it's like a comedian trying out their new stuff, 
and it could totally bomb but that's not a reflection of how funny that the goal comedian is to literally is. try it yeah, yeah to see who laughs yeah anyway sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no i feel strongly <laughs> about that the preseason means nothing. probably less than nothing for us anyway yeah, as spectators sort of similar as like summer league but summer league is just an opportunity for these guys to like play one-on-one pretty much practice their step back jumpers are there more cyclones because i had a question about that too um, i don't want to derail you more though yeah lawrence white tampa bay d back he did see some time in these preseason games he's one of those big pieces iowa states needs to replace this year and i'm trying to think of who is going to take his spot i don't know i didn't i didn't prepare that because we're not talking about the number. Oh seven, yeah, good point. Um, I should. Jared. I haven't been on the okay. internet. Kudos to Jared and Rob last week for. I'm being serious. I'm being sincere. They crushed the content last yeah. week. So go back and check it out. I know you were at the fair, so I'm not criticizing yeah. you. But no. Check. I'm I'm afraid to read the things that Rob has to say. I know though. you are, but okay. So do it. Wait. I'm and gonna wait until read after them all. The, in I anticipation wait, of yes. our next podcast. I'm gonna wait until after the first game and read them all. <laughs> Fine. No. Okay. They just they stress it's me just out, but it's the anxiety. Yeah. It's bubbling because it's true. Yeah. Because what he's writing is true, right. and I don't like that. <laughs> it stresses me out. Jaquan Bailey, Eagles. Uh, all I have is that he's seeing some preseason time. Okay. It's a lot of cyclones. So I'm okay with that. Loving it. Keep it up. I'm loving it. So my question. As they say. As they say. My question about, you mentioned the um, NBA Summer League. Is, do you yes. feel the same way about that as you do the NFL preseason games? Um, yeah, pretty much. It's on when it's on. and yeah. yeah. And they're just trying out different things. Like, I... I don't know. They're just trying out different things, and it's just these guys trying to earn a spot, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's kind of just like tryouts. Right. Which so is preseason right. football. And, yeah, and camp and all of that. But, yeah. yeah, it's just – it's crazy. I The preseason games have been on, and I had the same reaction of, wow, it's football. It's yeah. here. It was neat, though, Corey. We, um, I forget which game it was, but we had it on, and Corey was standing five feet in front of the, front of the TV watching it, like yeah. mesmerized. I was like, this girl is ready. I She's love prepped it. and ready. I love I'm it. I'm excited. Sorry, and you were going to say something else about the Summer League, right? This is the other thing oh. to the – No, yeah, the other thing. <laughs> the other thing. That was the thing. That was this the, other, the thing. other thing. Yeah, so I was reading because – so I've been watching the summer league games and I'm like every game that I've watched there's been a female ref every single game and I've watched quite a few of them and so I was like I wonder if that's like a thing right now you know that they're trying to work in more women and so I looked it up and I on ESPN I found an article where they talked about how there are a total of five full-time women NBA referees which is all-time league high 24 of the G League's 57 referees are women wow 24 so almost half almost half 24 of the G League's 57 referees are women so do they treat the summer the G League as for the refs you know is that kind of like their prep yes. time to get into the okay absolutely yeah so like all it says all NBA officials with under four years of experience are commonly assigned as a crew chief for a G League game to gain experience 
This is awesome. So that is just the foreshadowing of like what's to come. Many more female refs. And then it said that 15 of the WNBA's 33 refs are women. And nine of those also work games in the G League. Okay, cool. So a little well, crossover really there. Yeah. So that's it. Told me nothing about the summer leagues, which Say I who? just realized that. Say what? It, that tells me nothing about summer league games. Oh, well, I know, but I, <laughs> but at least you know. I, which, but it but it led you to something. It did. It jumped you to the G League. Yeah, which is insanity. It's just crazy. So right now we've got the NBA summer league, the NFL preseason. We're about to have college football and the WNBA is back. Yeah. It's a good time. That's bananas. It is bananas. It's hard to believe. Do you want to, can we talk, brag you up for a minute? Mm. Let's, so you've been at the fair. You've been baking some goodies. I have. What's your tally right now? So it's, we're recording on Monday, August 16th. So I have two blues, um, a second place, and. She's counting on her fingers. Four third places. Okay. How do you feel about it? Um. As of last night, I was a little frustrated. Okay. And here's why is because, so my brother's been in town. That's right. And so. And her brother's out in New York, right? Yeah. Okay. No, he's in LA. Oh, in LA. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so I've been spending a bunch of time with them, which means I've been up until 1.30 in the morning baking and just having to say, I'm not going to do these certain things because I just don't have time to do them. Right. And then waking up at 7.30 in the morning to get them all out there around 8.00 taking care of kids making dinners and it's just been like overwhelming for me and so last night I was just kind of frustrated because I got some feedback that the judge wanted me to there's just little things like the judge was like well you didn't mention what made this cake purple (laughs) it's purple food coloring (laughs) right well, you need to mention that. Well, I never have before. I've been doing this for eight years. And I just feel like I'm kind of being treated as if I have not been doing this for eight years. I'm, And it's a lot of, like, all of the judges are these old ladies. Almost all of them are old ladies. And it's like, they just kind of are demeaning. The lady who's in charge was like, um, I asked her a question. And she was like, do you know how to get a premium book? And I was like, Yeah. I've done this eight years. I know how to do a premium. I know how how to get a premium book, which is just the book of like all the contests and stuff. And I was just like, and I guess, I mean, I'm wearing a mask, but all of the other like random people who are entering recognize me. So like, why are you talking down to me? So I was kind of frustrated about it. And then there was like an argument about my proof of purchase because it didn't say you have to provide a proof of purchase for some of them. And it didn't say. Of the entry? Yeah. Because it's put on by a certain company. Like the contest is put on by a certain company. Okay. And you have to bring your proof of purchase. Well, I brought my receipt from Gateway Market that just said basil. It didn't say where the basil was from, but I was like, that's not my fault. I I brought you the the receipt. Right. And so this is intense. Yeah. And so there was some eye rolling and some head shaking and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I was stressed out last night, but, um, then I just got like a really good night's sleep. Um, got up this morning, 
bleached the kitchen always feels good to put down a fresh layer of bleach in the kitchen <laughs> that's what i always say <laughs> okay so what's your what um entry have you been most proud of so far um i was really excited to win the birthday cake contest because i make a pretty good birthday cake and i take a lot of pride in my decorating skills and then i won a contest that i've been trying to win for eight years because the people who put it on one of the woman who puts it on used to work for me at the event center and it's put on for her daughter who passed away oh, wow and who used to do all these entries and so like i have entered for eight years trying to win that contest and i like sit with the family and like her great-grandson has gotten to really know me he's in fifth grade now and like her granddaughter and I have become friends and I sit there and every year it's like didn't win didn't win and then two years ago I got third and we were all really excited and then I have this video I'll show you later but it's with them announcing that I'm the winner and the her great-grandson just turns around and is like oh <gasps> and like his really eyes special. are big and it's just very it was very cool so I'm very excited about that you should one. be proud of that yeah. one I feel good about that one they want me to judge next year so I will finally next year judge they've always asked me to judge and I'm like don't I want to enter yeah. right and now you can yeah you've now done that it I've you've won, reached I'm your milestone judge. that's so. great well we're really proud of you thank I you I mean it your stuff is incredible Thanks. so yeah, and thank you for bringing me some to sample. I did, yes. <laughs> Jared's weird and doesn't like sweets, so I'm going to take it all. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with some tailgate tips, tricks. Heck yeah. Okay. All right, until then, go Cyclones. Go State.